Anyway, I should be okay now. I don't know about that. <laughs> mm. uh, Welcome to AE Double Back. Uh, I have the audio switched around so you could not hear me playing it, but it did, and the show mm. has begun. So yep. stop uh, talking about your private parts like <gasps> that. Well, it's disgusting. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. I mean, Teresa said something unforgivable. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I said, mm-hmm. I should be okay. And and she snarked it up. <laughs> Ugh, she worst. she she you know made a cutting remark. <laughs> in, in, uh, in what Isn't she knew would be like a sensitive area. <laughs> yeah. He said, "I should be okay," and I said, "I don't know about that." <laughs> and 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 now we're supposed to do a show like normal, I guess. <laughs> Truly withering jives back and forth. I don't understand it's how. The jelly beans, it's not me. You gotta believe me. <laughs> I'm full of no beans. Good candy fiend, Teresa Comfort. <laughs> I know we have all had our issues that, you know, we are channeling and working through, but that doesn't mean you turn it against someone. I mean, it really does. That is, that is what other people are for is to be punching bags for your own particular (laughs) issues that you should have dealt with in therapy. You know, when a person has opened up about his insecurities about being okay or not being okay. (laughs) Mm hmm. And then when someone yeah. weaponizes that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you leave the back gate open. Don't be surprised who walks through. <laughs> well, no, that's, when, that, right. seems like, that seems like an innuendo. Yeah, 100% <laughs> Teresa's planning on pegging you when you go to bed. Gross, I am. Sneak into your house. No. Knock you out. No. No. She's gonna Cosby you, and then. Uh, oh my God, no! Uh, <laughs> I don't even have a, a back door, so you know, good luck. <laughs> what would you see? Would you sew it up or something? He's, poop, he's, man. he's the Ken of our neighborhood here. <laughs> no, by that. That sound. I keep what? hearing some. Yeah, that's messing around. Are you mm. sure your mic plugged plugged itself back in? I plugged. I plugged it back in. Oh, okay. The mic is showing up correctly, but it does. Uh, there is a lot of uh, like banging and clanging noise. So yeah, I I cannot. Well, whatever account- you're doing, just don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I cannot account for that. Oh, okay. wow. This poor guy is not even eat eaten, and uh, he's I gonna, know we can't. You're stop. full of jelly beans, for God's sake. I know I can't stop. Uh, <laughs> it's just I can't stop. Uh, but you know who else can't stop? Huh. MJF. Oh, wow. Yeah. Listen he to walks that out with a red carpet. And, a Burberry but it's, carpet. Wait, no, I'm sorry. That's, yeah, okay. So we watched the show and we're recording it days, this thing days later. So I'm reading my notes <laughs> and they make almost no sense to me. But I put <laughs> red carpet MJF scarf. So yes. he has. No, that makes sense. A red carpet-like sort of carpet on the aisle. They rolled out the red carpet, so to speak, but the carpet, instead of being red, as you would have at, say, the Oscars, is Burberry, like unto his scarf. Okay, so so it's... Now, why don't you write all that out next time in your damn (laughs) note? Jesus Christ. So it's it's red carpet-like, not in the sense that it is red, 
uh, but strictly in the sense that it is like a carpet. Mm-hmm. But and- like a special carpet that's supposed to, uh, you know, announce something special, like, you know, when they do premieres out here and blah, 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 all that stuff. Even now, for uh, you get a get red carpet. You understand now, Calder. A fun a fact for those you. listening from afar, uh, if you could see <laughs> underneath the red carpet, you would see that it is a grotesque L.A. street. Oh, the grossest. Fair. I think that's the yeah. only reason why the red carpet ever existed, yeah. because the actual sidewalks are nothing but piss and shit. Yes. It is horrible. You don't want to see it. You do <laughs> not want to walk on it. don't want to touch it. But Horrible, you will because you have to sometimes. If if you also, listen closely, if you listen closely, you hear Jack Nicholson step on like a pile of dog duke. Yeah, nice. you know that's what that that's what's under there. Mm-hmm. At any rate, anyhow, so uh, Wardlow was with. Um, okay, okay, so no, Wardlow came out down this little carpet with MJF cutouts. I. <laughs> I died. I was laughing so hard. Um, he gave Justin uh, a note to read. And it was this really elaborate introduction for FTR and Tully. And they came out with, they had champagne. Very nice suits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very nice suits. Uh, uh, Cash was tossing his hair. <laughs> I thought they had a really funny entrance. And then there was a, elaborate announcement for Sean Spears. There's more champagne. And then Sean gives Justin a huge thing to read about MJF. Mm -hmm. And he came in on a palaquin, which thank you very much uh, to the announce desk for letting me know (laughs) what the fuck that thing is called. I've never known what that was called. (laughs) Now I know. Uh, a thing you learn something where four guys carry you in, or any number of guys, gals, whoever carries you in on a yeah. Why you gotta be sexist like that? Jesus. Hey, no. look, women can it, carry. It was guys. Too. That's why I said guys. Mm-hmm. Because in now, this instance, it was all men. Now I hate to call into question the authority of wrestling commentators to say what that is or is not called, but I will say that I always, I always thought it was called a litter. Really? Uh, I feel like a litter is uh, very similar, but uh, not quite the same thing. Hmm. Uh, um, is uh, litter only for when you're dead and it's your casket? <laughs> <laughs> a vehicle <laughs> containing a better seat enclosed by curtains and carried on men's shoulders or by ah, animals. Ah, the curtains. So you need the curtains to do that. That's oh. it. It's the curtains. Yeah. Now we know. Boy, that would be cool. I, I don't know why it. it would, but it, it kind of would. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's Palquin. He came in on a Palquin, uh, carried by some people, and he's having a good time. I do uh, want to say, uh-huh. I just want to interject that I feel like Justin Roberts did an okay job, maybe oversold it a little bit in how underwhelmed he was. Oh. <laughs> he just got to the point where he's like, and MJF was doing a thing. But um, Wardlow's work uh, in the background, the nonverbal work, on point. Yeah. He was just really conveying some emotions back there, and I was for it. It well, was he- great because he was the only person that didn't get an announcement. So yeah. that's another little barb. Yeah. 
uh, Teresa ask if I if I might. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I the, the, <laughs> go ahead. The, part of the reason why I'm getting excited about um, uh, Wardlow's turn is that I feel like MJF has been in this position before, where very obviously he's going to turn, you know, yeah. and, and it's it's building up and it's building up, and by the time he gets there, it actually happens in a way that I'm kind of like, oh, you know what? I knew that he was going to do it. I didn't expect it this way. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to this thing actually happening eventually. But like MJF knew uh, ahead of time it was going to happen. Clearly he's, you know, sort of like sort of uh, uh, um, giving him grief and sort of making him want to quit. But like maybe there'll be some turn that uh, he manages to get on top of it. And I'm, um, I'm kind of excited to see that because I've always been impressed with his creativity in this, uh, this area. I'm curious. Uh, I'll tell you what, what what I thought was kind of odd I was that like I was trying to understand what exactly about the circumstances offended Justin Roberts so much because I was like it seems like it's a, it, it would have to be a little bit more that he's like, you know, I don't receive introductions that, at this late moment because I was like what you know, there's nothing in it that you wouldn't say enthusiastically a lot of times mm-hmm. like most of these things are like yeah, in general, definitely. in general, you are announcing things, you know, from the point of view of that wrestler, you're usually just like, uh, he's better than you and you know it. And mm-hmm. he usually says that like, yeah, I'm, I, you know, that's not beneath me. And, but this time he's like, I choose to give nothing to this. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was supposed to be like that pe- period of time. Uh, he wasn't supposed to be working. He was oh, on break. Yeah. But MJF made him come to the ring early and he's all pissed off because he's got his little rituals like eating jelly beans or something. Oh, yeah. And he couldn't <laughs> or, do or, it. Or, or hurting a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, just to get yourself know. psyched up for the day. <laughs> he was kind of presumptuous. Uh, I, I, I did really, I did really like uh, Sean Spears, uh, like uh, the, with the face he was making, like while he's like, "Yeah, that's right, that's right, keep going, smart guy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I mean, I do like Sean Spears in this role. He has warmed up to. Uh, to me in that way just being this weirdo not the weirdo that gets super turned on by using a chair (laughs) but the weirdo that's like some sort of hype man for mjf um that is interesting to me anyway so uh yeah and then mjf makes out with some lady gross come on we don't need to see that uh, Pinnacle are celebrating. There's confetti. Uh, they MJF cuts this promo. He acknowledges everyone except for Wardlow. And then CM Punk comes out and he's like, hey, I got some friends. And then Darby and Sting come out and all three of them have bats. And I got to say, they look so cool. It just looks really cool. You know what I mean? The, the pose they strike, it's just like, yeah, man, this is badass. Um, but uh, Punk calls out Wardlow instead of MJF because he's like, he's really the one I've got to beat because he's the one that's, you know, basically been the one defeating me here. 
Uh, and you know, I, here's another instance where I, every once in a while, I remind myself, what would it be like if I've never tuned into the show before? Mm-hmm. And right here, this is very, you know, theatrical. Every wrestling fan loves that. Um, and you ex- know exactly who these people are or what they're, where they're coming from, at least, you know, maybe if you don't know who CM Punk and Sting and Darby, who they are and what their characters are like, you know what's happening in this situation. Um, and it's compelling, you know, and you're, you want to know what the fuck's going to happen. And I did too. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, basically, uh, Punk wants a rematch, uh, and MJF's like, you can get it if you get different tag partners. And be FTR first. So he can be in a tag team, but not with Sting or Derby Allen. And uh, and, he has to fight FTR first. And, and that's one of those things to me where, like, on Twitter, they'll give you this supposedly challenging question of, like, for a hundred million bajillion dollars, <laughs> would you, like, not eat breakfast? I'm like, yeah. Okay, I'll I'll not eat breakfast. It, you know, it'll be something that doesn't remotely make you question whether it's worth it. And yeah. in in this case, I'm like, yeah, okay. There are even better partners. Yeah, you know, like n- nothing against those guys, but yeah, I could, I could, and I will. Yeah, <laughs> pick someone There's who's like even any- better. Any number of guys in the back would love a crack at FTR if that's what's happening right now, you know? Also, uh, sidebar, you can always tell when those things are made by, like, 12-year-olds because that's, exa- that's exactly what it is. Like, for a, for a gajillion dollars, would you X? And I'm like, man, for 15 bucks, I'll go do that. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me, like, oh, I, I you know, uh, um... Uh, I have to go like live in a cabin and not deal with fucking people for a month. And you're going to pay me on top of that. <laughs> Cripes. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you 50 bucks to do that. I'll take minimum wage for that. For sure. Mm. I'll go into that. Cause I live I mean, in California. Ooh, it's I'll, $15. What? Sorry, yeah. everyone else. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, way closer to being enough than where you live. Oh, but man, it is I not. It's not. It's not it's at all. Not, it's not at all. It's enough. equal. It's equally terrible. Maybe I don't know. I don't even know anymore. You know this what? Is, I have uh, to stop that line of thought. This is American <laughs> Economics, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I just gotta. I have a great way of ending conversations in a very sour, sour note. <laughs> like, well, too bad we're all gonna die a fiery death in two years. <laughs> Bye. Well, no, no, just to, just distract See yourself you by making some comment about uh, uh, Chan being a nerd. <laughs> oh, no, that was me, but it's all right. Um, <laughs> I gave this whole opening a thumbs up. I oh did yeah, too, yeah. Um, although I did have to note that this is exactly the inner circle thing that's coming up later on in the show. Yeah. And I was already poised to thumb that down because they told us last week that this would be a thing. I'm like, Jesus, why, why would you tell me that? Like, Mm -hmm. why you give me reasons not to watch the show? Um, And part of it is like, you know what? If they hadn't announced it, 
I would yeah. be a little more like, oh, okay, well, at the very least, I wasn't expecting this to happen, and now there's an inner circle thing, and well, I don't necessarily like it, but at least I don't have to like, you know, like work myself up to it. So like when this comes out, I'm like, eh, I wasn't expecting this. But Thank it, you for not telling me last week. But if you think about it, if you, you know, because why would you? But if you really wanted to think about what would happen, you knew MJF was going to do some sort of like over the top celebratory thing. Sure. But it ended up being so much more because it's like a fun challenge and all that kind of stuff. But anyway. Indeed. Moving on. Uh, we've got. Okay, Andrade talking to Darby and Sting. Darby and Sting were trying to talk to Shivani, but, you know, that just doesn't happen anymore. So Darby, uh, basically Andrade's like, hey, you know, I know you work for the sky, but come on, work for me, whatever. Darby's like, hey, I'm going to be the TNT champ again. Interesting. I did not know that. So he doesn't want to work for Andrade. He wants to get the belt. But Andrade wants the belt. Hmm, I wonder if we're going to see them fighting each other. Hmm. I hope not. I, I dislike conflict. <laughs> this must be a real uh, bummer of a show for you to watch. Just like in it's, general. I would it's, yeah, really, in general. it's really oh, tough. Been- uh you know, a lot of people that I like are on opposing sides of things, and I wish it didn't have to be like no. that. I no. I dream of a peaceful world. Uh, I middled this. Man, professional diplomacy? Is that a thing? Not anymore. Can we make oh, that man. a show? Well, thumb your heart for I, professional diplomacy. <laughs> I mean, I, I consider myself a semi-professional uh, diplomat. Uh, uh I middled this. I, I do uh, think that Andrade's uh, doing better uh, on the yeah. mic solo. Yeah. Um, eh, you know, so it was it was fine. It was what it was. I liked it. I, I thumbed it. I thumbed it up. Um, yeah, I middled it. Um, so we have the Blade versus Wardlow. Yeah. I was excited to see Blade. Yeah. I was surprised to see Wardlow because I honestly didn't realize he had a match um they mentioned it during the uh thing like, oh you got something coming up yeah um but wardlow tossing blade looks crazy because you know blade is no joke he's like a strong person he's not a little but the way wardlow was tossing him did the you way just call blade- him a little he's not yeah. a little he's like- not like Stuart little <laughs> He's not bad. <laughs> or the Littles. Like, remember that t- uh, cartoon? The oh, littles? I'm well aware of the Littles. Yeah. Well, he's not one of those. He's, but, yeah, um, he, that's what she's saying. He's not. He's a big. <laughs> Honeycomb big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, small. not small. No, no, no. No, no, no. Honeycomb's got a big, big, big taste. taste. Big, big taste. You know, uh, big, you know who uh, Blade is like is uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan in the sense that in, in spite of being named after a bladed weapon, he does not then have that weapon on him ever. Yeah, because um, probably you know of? it might not be legal. I mean, I don't know. Might He might not be allowed to. He could have Notice you don't see anyone walking in with guns either. <laughs> you, you think they check them? <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, they don't so. check for barbed wire, pipes, <laughs> bats, and that kind of stuff. Tax. 
I mean, it's it, snakes. It, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll just oh, observe true. that uh, Drew McIntyre does, in fact, walk around brandishing a full blown Scottish Highlander sword. So mm-hmm. if they can call the blade. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He should be the blade. Yeah, he uh, could be, I guess. He's he's not a little. No, he's not a little. He's a big. No. He's a big. Um, so yeah, uh it's just crazy. So yeah, war the power bombs, power bombs, and he beats Blade. I actually liked mm. this match, but I'm giving it a middle. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. interesting. Uh, I'm giving him a thumbs up just because I love Blade and uh, um, it's always nice to see him work. Also, this is what I'm asking for. Yeah. Like, uh, um, don't ju- like like we've had a lot of squashes in a row. Wardlow, yeah. power bombs, all these people. Let's see somebody on the goddamn roster. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, you're gonna feed you know one of my favorite guys to him, but also you know a lot of my favorite guys are just there to you know put over um, bigger talent, and that's fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, uh, Blade makes him look great. So, mm-hmm. kudos. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Even though I think that there could have been, I don't know. I was just thinking like how amusing it would have been if uh, it had been more an issue that Wardlow's like, I have a match so soon. I I please don't make me deal with the cardboard cutouts <laughs> and can. In fact, do can I even like? You're not going to give me an introduction. Can I please just not even be at? Like, can I just go get ready? And they're like, no, no, no. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and 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 then for him to to like then suffer like from that lack of preparation before ultimately winning because he still is Wardlow. Uh, mm. But it was still pretty good. Okay, and this then leads us up to the inner circle meeting that's in ring. Um, I noticed there was someone in the crowd wearing a Downhausen shirt. Awesome. This guy is so over and he hasn't done Jack yet. <laughs> I it, just love it. Oh, wait, no, no, you missed the Penta package. Oh, oh whoops. Because <laughs> I made a note that he sp- that, that uh, 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 Pax spit into his soul. I'm like, dang, that is uh that's pretty far. That's that a long dark. way to spit. That is very dark. Mm-hmm. Uh I yeah, mean, you I, know I, how I feel. Everything with Penta <laughs> is like my favorite thing on earth. Yeah. It's so. uh uh yeah, it was it was a nice package. And pack, I mean, come on. Yep. <sighs> I will come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come on my show and tell me what you think. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it was great. I loved it. Yep, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so now we can go to the inner circle meeting. Now we can continue. Okay, and this is where it gets ridiculous. <laughs> um, I want right. to say that I I love mandatory meetings. Uh, I, I, I really, I really enjoy that aspect of it. If, if there is anything else I don't like, which I do generally like what it's about, if all the execution isn't amazing, but I do love the idea that pro wrestlers would be consumed with like office like stuff. Yeah. Office bullshit. Mandatory meetings and, uh, and, uh, prerequisites and, and things like that. It would be a great like, bit for a for a, a comic heel, 
uh, I'd be all for that if they were still doing that, but well, they're not. I do think that it is helping, not that they need it, but it's helping um, everyone be on the side of Santana or Ortiz in this situation because, you know, lots of people work in offices and everyone hates mandatory meetings. 99% of the time, it's bullshit that you don't really need to sit through. Um, there's just such a small amount of substance in all that. And it takes up so much time in your day when you have all this other shit you have to still be able to do by the end of your shift. So, you know, um, it's sort of a relatable thing that everyone hates mandatory meetings. Just even and, saying the term is just like, ugh. and yet it's mandatory to do so. Uh, yeah. Uh, it reminds me of, um, and this is the uh, the Wardlow thing to me too. That uh, one of the more interesting uh, lessons I learned about uh, comedy was from a director who constantly pressed me to to think about what was supposed to happen, like what was going to happen. Were were this crazy thing not happening, and and so it it makes me wonder what were Santana and Ortiz going to do with this time. Uh, you know, if they weren't in some yeah. bullshit meeting, what would everybody be doing? Uh, like it, which is, you know, not, not a huge deal. It just is a thought. Like Maybe it was these, supposed to be their day off. Could have been their day off. Maybe they, they uh, applied for vacation worst. time and suddenly they have to come in because the meeting's mandatory. Maybe, maybe they had a peanut buster parfait that they were yeah. just about to eat. Yeah. They had a spoon. Uh, a spoon almost in their mouth, and they put mean, it down. And then you know, by the time they get back, it's going to be melted. It's going or stolen, or stolen. I mean, now we're back to the reason why I was mad in the first place is that they announced it last week. So if they announced it last week, then you damn well know that peanut butter parfait is on the wrong time. That's, that's true. on you. That's yeah, on you. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know the Dairy Queen yesterday or yeah. earlier in the day. You don't wait around. Well, anyways, so the inner circle come out, but it's not all of them because Santana Ortiz to make a point. But also, I have a feeling that the music is new. I I don't know. Maybe I'm probably wrong about that. I feel like I have that reaction a lot of times. I feel like I say that a lot, almost every week, in fact. (laughs) But um, they came out to their own music. Uh, And then, you know. The whole thing ensues. The meeting begins. Jericho's all mad. Santana Ortiz are all mad. Jericho's basically saying, I think I got the wrong two members of LAX. I don't know that group, but everybody else seems to. I'm assuming Uh, they were in that group. Yeah, uh, uh, I believe it's uh, Homicide and... uh, Fernandez. Who was the guy that came in? Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Uh, And then Jericho yelled at Sammy... Because Sammy was trying to, like, you know, make peace. But then Sammy says that he thinks all the infighting is holding him back. Ridiculous. Um, So Sammy quits. Um, Then Ortiz cuts an amazing promo and challenges Jericho and Jake Hager. Jericho's like, all right, you're on. And attendance is mandatory. And it's like, motherfucker, they just challenged you. So you (laughs) you you turn around and say that to Jake. Because he hasn't said not word one this whole time. So maybe he's the one that needs to like, you know, stop daydreaming and pay attention right now. Well, if you, Hey, if you, I just pulled you into a match. 
<laughs> if you so, if you if you ask me, Jake Hager is the smart one because he's like he like anyone in the in or that is there like wants no part of this meeting, and he's like, right. I choose not to contribute to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want I'm, it. To, I, I don't want it to go longer than it has to. You just turn attendant- off the video on your Zoom and and do what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Attendance might be mandatory, but uh, you didn't make contributions mandatory. So this is what you get. My body. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked I liked Santana and Ortiz here. I really yeah. didn't like anything else. Yeah. So I middled it because I did like I did like what they were bringing to the table, and I do like the fact that this is the beginning of the end for the inner circle. I hope. We'll see. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I liked uh, Santana and Ortiz. I like the general thrust. As I said, I, I enjoy the uh, the uh, absurd power plays of uh, meeting dynamics and and and, and office politics. Uh, so I upped it. Wow! Wow! All right. Well, uh, I guess we rainbow then, because uh, you know what I. I I had a thumbs down going into it, and uh, you know I'm, I'm willing to change. You give me something real good, well, I'll, I'll crank that we, thing up. We didn't Not enough. You. Not enough. Wow. All right, we got Shivani talking to Rapungi Vice, Rapungi or Rapungi? Rapungi. Rapungi. Rapungi Vice. It's almost like Rapunzel. Although, I mean, uh, more properly, it's probably Rapungi. Rapungi Vice. Okay. But ain't nobody care about that. Well, the Young Bucks interrupted. Not in America. Yeah. Nope. The Young Bucks interrupted, and then Adam Cole jumps for Pungy Vice, and, you know, the Bucks do a BTE trigger. Um, And then you see some guy enter the screen, and his jacket says Switchblade Era, and it's Jay White, and it's now announced Jay White. Is all elite. So that's one of the announcements of the night. Indeed. And uh did you hear about the how that all went down? Like uh uh Tony Khan was just like shooting his mouth off on Twitter and and misused the term uh forbidden door, so he went out to to get someone from uh Japan just so he can say that, you know, like, okay, well yeah, it is actually is the forbidden door in the original term, the original usage of the term instead of the sort of version that everybody uses today which is like yeah whenever someone goes to uh, another uh uh company now you know yeah whether it be japan or you know wherever which is uh, silly yeah but it's whatever. silly but it's also like this company literally started two years ago and it's just because of the devotion of these fans and yeah. fans that love japanese wrestling i mean they started with so many japanese wrestlers he finally, yeah, got the right guy in there because there are a lot of fans of Japanese wrestling of that watch AEW. Yeah. Specifically started because of that. And then, you know, you just, you know, AEW gives you all kinds of things that you like. So you keep watching. Yeah. yeah. My my thought about it was that the Forbidden Door, strictly speaking, apply, should apply, I think does apply you know, like originally to, you know, Japan to America or Japan to the West, I guess. Um, but it really means to me, 
that someone who is under contract in Japan then is allowed by the company with whom they have a contract to go elsewhere as a guest. That's the forbidden door. It's not a forbidden door if you're not beholden to anyone. It's just a door. Um, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and and I so I like that part of it. I think really is the me is the the critical meaning. I think it's fine to say like that you went through the forbidden door um, from Impact to WWE from you know from between WWE and anywhere you know. Um, but like I think I think there's, there's some elasticity to the the term, but there definitely is a a part of it that is getting is getting lost when you say that someone is going through the forbidden door and slamming it the way Tony Khan said, it's not a big deal. It just is, you know, when you have the week to think about what's going to happen, like you're thinking about the words an awful lot. And yeah, you pick it apart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the forbidden door to me is always going to be butt sex. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't, uh, you know, uh, pollute the term, you know, uh, it, butt sex should be butt sex. The forbidden door for me be. is in the back of a wardrobe at, that turns into a lovely forest. Oh, yeah. You know, and wow. uh, you meet all kinds of magical creatures. And then it turns out that you're the king and the queen what? of the land. Wow. Yeah, that's... Are there Turkish delights involved here? There are Turkish delights involved. And if you haven't had Turkish delight, uh, it is I good. You like... If you like dates, I mean, is it good enough not to betray everyone you hold dear? Because uh, I've been led to believe that uh, it is. For some people, it is. Not for all people, but for some people, it is. Okay. I feel like uh, because it was like World War II, like anything <laughs> that remotely resembles candy, like they could have handed them just like, uh, like here, bon lick bon. the sugar off my, uh, uh, my ankle. Yeah, be like uh, my sweaty just a ankle. Bag of sugar. You haven't yeah. seen something yeah. like yeah. this in a while, have you? Your mom ran out of ration coupons a long time ago, buddy. <laughs> Ankle sugar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. I don't think there are a whole lot of wrestling podcasts where the term ration coupon comes up a lot. And I feel like we offer that uh, you know, in a way that nobody else does. We're giving you something. I'm I'm ready to throw away the rest of the uh the episode and uh focus on wartime rationing measures. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm we, willing we may to be throw looking at that, guys. Uh, maybe not even during wartime, but who knows? Uh, we might be approaching wartime. Uh, old-fashioned wartime. <laughs> goody, oh, goody gumdrops. Yeah. I would, I, uh, I, I, I would make war on an old-fashioned donut right now, I'll tell you. Mm-mm. Give me some licorice twists, and I'm with you. Ugh. I know. I love it. All right. So I gave this a thumbs up. Uh, I middled it just because of like the whole thing. Like it's fine. Um, but because I don't, kn- I know who Jay White is. I don't have any attachment to him. I haven't really watched any of his matches. Uh, so like, oh, cool. Here's a person. Here's a new person. Great. Whatever. But um, he must be awesome because people are real excited. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure, you know, three months from now, I'll be like, oh, my God, thank God Jay White is here because he's done so much. But this segment in and of itself, it's fine. I have mixed feelings because um, when it happened, I got concerned 
that this was sure. it. Yeah. And and I don't Me know too. why I, I don't know why I thought that, but you know, when you put it in that in that context, then it's like, yeah, that's not like an amazing segment if you were like I am worried now. Um, but it then served to heighten what the followed. The next thing. Yeah. So, so we have, so, okay. Well, I, okay. well, I mean, I just want to, so I, I, I guess I don't, I don't know where I want to go on the Jay White one. Uh, I, I guess I'll middle it because it was okay. And, and to me, he's okay. Like I know him from new Japan, but I not, not like as like, and I'm so insanely excited. I'm like, I respect him and I'm eager to see what he does. Uh, right. with me watching more, but I don't know, whatever. All right. And uh, there's so much we could talk about in this next segment because it was just one of the greatest things ever. First of yeah. all, we have private party coming out. I love their entrance so much. I love these guys so much. Every time I see them, it's just, it's so delightful. It brings so much joy to my heart. And I'm like, who are, who are they gonna, who are they up against? Right. Um, who is uh, Isaiah Cassidy fighting? Mm-hmm. And then what we had been hoping and praying for and really weren't sure if this would ever, ever happen. Keith Lee. Fucking Keith Lee. The Bearcat himself. He uh. enters. And I was like, <laughs> this is the most perfect timing because the Jay White thing was almost a misdirect. Yeah. So it was. you let your guard down and you're like, oh, I'm bummed. Tony yep. Khan didn't get what we wanted for Christmas. <laughs> and it's 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 exactly what they had already done. Like I realized this, like and felt dumb for not anticipating because they had already gone through the thing of Adam Cole is there. Oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty good, I guess. Uh, and then we got, uh, then, then that was Danielson, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, they like that move clearly. Yeah. Well, it's a great one. It's a great move. It's theatrical and you know, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And you feel like you got like double, you know? Yeah. You feel, I mean, we did, but I mean. Double you, than that, so quadruple. But you also feel that way. In quadruple. I don't know. Two, yeah. two Turkish delights. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So uh, I, Isaiah Cassidy is funny. I love <laughs> I love his scream and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But if you have not seen, and because we are recording this so late, you obviously have at this point. It's been gypped to death. Yeah. And it's the image of... Isaiah Cassidy getting tossed by Keith Lee is fucking insane. He looks like a tiny doll, a tiny little doll. Uh, boy, Keith Lee is so much fun. He's very theatrical. He's huge, so he can make even big guys look smaller. And, oh, man, I loved it so much. And, you know, Isaiah's getting his ass beat. Mark Quinn's trying to help, but, of course – it's not gonna, it's not gonna do anything. Matt Hardy walks away like almost <laughs> run walking, you know, yep, like that yep. real fast. Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> um, yeah, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, oh man, uh, I just can't. This whole thing, the whole match was so fun. 
I loved everything that Private Party was doing. Obviously loved everything Keith Lee was doing. Um, Lee, you know, caught both Marquand and Isaiah Cassidy at one point and tossed them into each other. I mean, that's just shit. He's like a giant. He's like another – he's not, but he's just so huge that compared to Isaiah and Marquand, I was like, God, he looks like Andre the Giant next to these he, guys. He's, right? he's, a, he's a big – He's he's three hundred and forty eight pounds. Yep, and he moves like a someone much much smaller. Yes, and, and 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 you know don't forget that he half died from COVID and heart issues as well. Oh uh, shit! I didn't know that. That he like 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 that was my understanding was that he like he was away like in in, in his WWE time for a while because he was like struggling to recover. Like that, that he had like that he had like real real issues going on, and and so for him to like be able to do what he's doing, like not just moving his 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 bulk around, which he does like with such agility, and yeah. like that that he has that that whole other thing like that he's that he had to recover from, like it makes it all the more amazing. Yeah, is that part of God. the reason why? Uh... He got fired because Vince has that crazy thing about how uh, uh, like sickness is like a, a, a moral failing or like uh, a weakness. And so like like you can't sneeze around him or he'll yeah, consider yeah. you weak and like, you know, that's fire weird. You. I wonder I, if uh, people who are getting uh, COVID bad are just like, ah, fuck him. Maybe. I, I don't know. I, I can imagine different reasons why like that would uh, jeopardize his standing in the company. Because there are not a lot of good reasons to fucking get rid of Keith Lee. There yeah. are close to zero reasons. But and like, being even, insane is one of them. If even the- even like without that, like before that, like he came up from NXT and they were already instantly trying to fix him. Like yeah. uh, they they conceptually like had a problem with Keith Lee for, I don't know what reason, but like uh, they were doing the thing of like, he, you know, he was just limitless Keith Lee. Suddenly he's Bearcat Lee. He's Keith Bearcat Lee. And they're, they're doing Weird. all kinds of, I don't know. Um, I mean, asking in his glory, that alone is yeah. perfection. Cause you yeah. see this man, you see what he can do. And you're like, Yeah. I can, I just have to take it all in and enjoy it. And 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 to me, he's such a good face. Like he just radiates warmth and kindness and and and, and 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 love and charm. He <laughs> like like you look at his face and the way he smiles. That is beaming. Yeah. I mean, they called him Bearcat Lee, which is a uh, ridiculous. But if they had called him Bear Hugly, yeah, yes. Uh-huh. I would want a hug from him. I would want like I don't know some sort of special uh, sweatshirt where like the arms sort of like wrap around, and it's just like I got a bear hug from Keith Lee. I would or, pay a hundred dollars for that. Or what? It, or maybe he would have had a like a nudist gimmick, and he would have been barely Lee. Ooh! Oh wow! Okay, barely legal. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he would be dressed as a naked bird, is what you're saying? He, no, his his new gimmick Bear- is that he is 17 <laughs> years old. You're not allowed to. 
<laughs> yeah, no, he's a 17 year old. He's got naked the tiniest bird. pigtails you've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, no. And he comes out in that Britney Spears Rolling Stone outfit or whatever the fuck. I mean, honestly, we should stop now because we're joking. But yeah. Vince will hear this eventually and go, oh, my God. Yeah. I gotta give this to somebody. <laughs> All right, so it obviously I mean, I, gets a thumbs I, I, up. I, I, would, I would root for a 350-pound schoolgirl gimmick. I would, too, but I mean... Yeah, I suppose I would, too. Uh, I, this thumbs whole thing up obviously for the 350-pound schoolgirl gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, do, do it. Also, thumbs up for this match and for Keith Lee. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honest- it's... It's 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 it was it was an absolutely fantastic introduction and like all you can do once you see it you know once you even know the news is to start fantasy booking and that's you yes. know that's that's good yes yeah um even if this entire episode were garbage except for this I would be tempted to you know like give the entire thing a thumbs up because this was the perfect yeah. Uh, introduction debut match and uh like yeah it couldn't have been done better absolutely 100 percent. it it was exactly what you would want to do if your goal was to leave the people he just worked for feeling like Like embarrassed yeah (laughs) just really really the bed they just let go of like a million dollar guy you know like who the fuck does that but you know just really quick Real quick, because you mentioned fantasy booking, I came up with an idea and I want Hasbro or somebody to run with it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. It is the game Guess Who, but mm-hmm. it's all wrestlers. So you can play Guess Who, but with wrestlers. Now, here's the trick if your wrestling promotion is as racist as the original 90s Guess Who, where there's like two black people, period, and like almost nobody else is in that grouping, then you know there's something wrong with your promotion. But I think they should have all tiles for like all the wrestlers so you can mix and match and make your own little board. And then you just have to make sure you only have the cards for who's actually on your board. Wouldn't that be fun? I would sure. love that. I would maybe I'll it. make maybe I'll get an old guess who board for myself <laughs> and I'll make it myself out of clippings. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Or be like great? cards, like tops cards. Yeah. I just have to get doubles of all of them because I need to make the no, I'd have to get triplicates because I would need cards for both boards and then cards to pull from where we'd have to guess who somebody is is anyone yeah. making trading cards now or yeah it seems like the like yeah. i mean for for aew tops oh are they really i don't yes, think i realized are. that oh cool i do think i mentioned it but it's all right uh i say a lot of things you sure do <laughs> all right so then we got a promo with Britt baker mercedes martinez and thunder rosa now i thought mercedes martinez had a great uh, intro last week as far as like what we can expect from her. Um, Thunder Rosa is just like, hey man, you have no idea what you're fucking with here because I'm going to destroy you. And uh, Mercedes is like, you know what? I just need a match where there's no DQs and then it's over. 
And so we're going to, that's what we're going to see this next week is Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa in a no DQ match. And I cannot wait. And, and it was yet another defeat for the peanut buster parfait because uh, Rosa had one and now she can't eat it because there's no DQs. No DQ. You know what? You know what? Yeah, I will allow that. That's, that's pretty <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. I like that joke. It's a thumbs up. Wow. I, th- I thumbs up the joke, but I also thumbs up the promo. Oh, uh, yeah, the promo for I- sure. Yeah, and I thumbs up peanut butter parfaits, even though I can't eat them now because my child is allergic to peanuts. It's a um, real bummer. But you can have a dilly bar. Dilly bars are nasty. Or a blizzard. Then go to hell. Blizzards, blizzards are pretty are good. good. Yeah. Or, just, or just a just a a, a chocolate dip uh, soft serve. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's what I call my poops: know. chocolate dip soft serve. All right. I know. I just oh, you're, you you're allowed to, you're allowed to, to say it. that. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, I can say whatever I want. Just kidding, uh, Sammy. Jk, Jk, Jk. <laughs> uh, Sammy's got cute cards. I already hate it. Same. <laughs> I cough now, on it. Now you have uh, we we have we have uh, we have discovered that that uh, the cameraman is innocent. Yeah, of of, of framing wrong. We've discovered that the device that I watch the show on, for some reason, cuts it off in such a way, not during the matches, oddly enough, just during Sammy's cue card moments, <laughs> uh, and that's why I can't read half of those cards. In, in in a way, uh, they could do it even more, and you would then like it. Yeah, then I'd be like, just show me the the whole commercial. Now I just <laughs> want to watch the commercial. That's all I really want happened. anyway. Yeah, I just want to watch pizzas. You know, it's always pizzas. All right, so then we have the match that we were told we would have earlier in the night on the opening sequence with MJF and everybody. So we've got FCR coming out, and now we're going to find out who did CM Punk get to be his tag partner well i mean of course of course of course but i didn't see it coming but of course it's moxley and i was fucking thrilled and moxley's wearing an an akira sweatshirt and it's just like god damn it i think we'd be best friends you know and everything that helps support that idea i am really all for um but it's a great match. Mox is great. FDR is great. Punk is great. All of these guys, what a great pairing, right? These tag teams that don't, te- like, obviously FDR exists, but CM Punk and John Moxley, they don't technically exist as a tag team. But that is a dream booking. FDR versus Punk and Moxley, you didn't know you wanted it until you see it. And then you're just like, oh my God, this is great. I loved it. Uh, shit. I don't know. There's there's so many things to talk about <laughs> during this match, but I'm like, should I even get into it? Because I'm like, I could talk about it forever. Um, well, it's fantastic. Um, there's a lot of great moves, a lot of great near falls, yeah. and I mean, that's that's when you know that you've got some real quality talent in the ring. Is you know when they make you bite, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. is that it? You know. Uh, but also the fact that Tony is out there saying that there's nobody cooler than Mox, that 
I mean, that's got to be the biggest hit to his uh, credibility. Wait, uh, to Tony Hawk's credibility. Yeah. Shivani's saying there's nobody cooler? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you really... I, love, I, still, I still love him, but the fact that uh, Tony's saying that makes me think he's a little less cool than I thought he was. Well, maybe he heard someone cool say it, and he yeah. tried to use that. Or he's just trying to get in with the youths. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hello there, fellow kids. <laughs> you know, one of my those father, things. my father was for some reason like uh, thinking about uh, my cousin Vinny, I think, uh, or, or or I I don't remember what it was, uh, but he like he kept saying the Utes, the Utes. What? Have you guys never seen uh, my cousin Vinny? Oh, I know what you're talking about. The I two mean, Utes. I saw it when I was a kid. I mean, I yeah. saw. The, I haven't uh, rewatched it. But Joe Pesci pronounces youth as ute. Yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I, and it's a reference I wouldn't have gotten, but I'm glad you did. Because he's your dad and you need to understand him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're one step uh, you know, closer than, than ever before. <laughs> uh, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, uh, at one point Dax was tapping, but Audrey was watching Mox and Cash. This whole th- match was so intense, and then they both did their uh, Mox and Punk did their uh, finishers at the same time. So that was fun, and we got to see them pin at the same time. And MJF was pissed. Thumbs up. <laughs> we move mm-hmm. on to an a rematch with Punk. And MGF at some point. Yeah. Um, oh, this was great. And this match had people talking all week because of AQA. But Jade, I love her. We love her. Uh, when they were introducing AQA, they made sure to note that she was trained by Booker T. Uh, she cut this fantastic promo that we got to see uh, at the top. And AQA is really fucking quick. And um, – Shit, there was time when she could have gotten had Jade, but you know Jade got out of it by standing up. It was the the strength of Jade is always amazing, right? Just like with Bigs and Littles, when you see like the shit that they can do because of just their phys- physicality. Uh, Jade is so strong that when someone thinks they have her in a pin or something, and she just literally stands up. And tosses them. It's it's there, just unbelievable. There was an interesting uh, comparison because they were, you know, kind of fumbling for like who Jade is like at all, and they talked about her being like China, which was an interesting comparison. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess because China was just really muscular. Yeah. She, she she was just an unusually muscular and 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 sizable woman, I suppose, for her time, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess so. so. Um, I love Jade's hot dogging. I love it when she does push ups in the middle of a match for no reason, <laughs> other than like she could pin, but instead of pinning, she'll just do some push ups and let <laughs> the match keep going. God, but AQA is really really good. And she sells the shit out of everything. Um, at one point, she did a shooting star. 
God, I don't know. Yeah. I just I just loved both of these women. I thought this match was fucking great. Jade does win. But I think we all win because it turns <laughs> out they signed AQA because how could you not? She's a fucking superstar. Oh, yeah. No, yep. she she has she looks like she's going to have everything because she was really amazing in the ring and she also seems like she's a good talker. Yeah. And generally a, a very charismatic performer. Yeah, I'm very much excited because, you know, it the women's division right now is looking real good and, you know, but I this whole thing gets a thumbs up. Oh yeah. Uh and also this too, like it's a little cynical to look at uh people that show up on tv and go like oh yeah they're gonna hire them because they're black and they have uh deficiencies there um but at the same time yes hire all of the black wrestlers Mm -hmm. there are so many good ones and the fact that um you don't have very many says that you're just not doing a good job of Mm -hmm. looking out for them uh aqa is fantastic absolutely signer more of that please she's really good all right uh, we've got the Cutler Cam and the Young Bucks and Adam Cole cut a, a promo. Matt brings up Jay White being Kenny's enemy. And why the fuck is Adam bringing this guy into the fold? Uh, very interesting. So we'll see what's going to happen. And I'm curious if Adam Cole is going to create his own faction. Um which I actually would enjoy because I love the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. I, I This last year, I had so much fun with those guys that I want that forever and ever and always. Um, so Adam Cole, he is good with the Young Bucks, but he has a whole different vibe. So it would make sense for him to have his own guys like Bobby Fish and um, Jay White, you know. Yeah, I think I would be okay with uh, either way they might go because I think it's, um, I don't know, it's it's exciting to imagine what if they just blew up a bunch of the factions and then we're like, let's see where the pieces reassemble because you would just get to see something totally new in a number of different places. Um, But also that is still like, that's not one that I think that there's any kind of fatigue with. So they could just keep it going for probably ever. Yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, I gave this bit a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I middled it. I, uh, it felt a little just, you know, like getting information out there, but it was fine. Okay. Uh, so we've got a second women's match, which is a big surprise. What? I know. Serena Deeb. The professor's five-minute rookie challenge is what she's going to call this. It was a real clunky – you know, she's much better with promos and stuff, but this was a very clunky, like, intro to the match. But she's – Oh, I loved it. I thought she came out on the mic and it was just, like, talking all the way down, and I was – I'm into that. I mean – I thought it was fantastic. I'm into it, but the whole explanation of the professor's five-minute rookie challenge, I was like – Man, you can't like tighten that up a little bit. All right. But uh, anyway, so Serena Deeb versus Katie Arquette. And man, it's funny because wrestling demands that you forget everything you already know. 
And Deeb is out there saying there's no one on her level, but we just watched Jade in AQA. <laughs> and it's like, we just all go along with heel rhetoric, you know, like whatever <laughs> the fuck they're saying, we're like, oh, okay. Oh, but you know, obviously there are women on her level. I mean, in some ways, we don't know what AQA can do at this point. Serena Deeb obviously is great wrestler. She's got all these holds, whatever, but. I don't know. It, it's just funny. But Katie doesn't get even five minutes. She taps in one minute. So this is going to be a fun little thing that Serena is going to be doing now where if you can make it to five minutes, she puts a clock uh, up on the screen. And if I don't know what will happen if they make it to five minutes, but um, I have a I feeling know. they never will. <laughs> I know what's going to happen. Peanut butter what? parfait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah. Big thumbs up. Loved it. Yeah, I, I did feel badly because I was just like, and I know this was not the, it's not equal like terms, but I was like, oh man, AQA killed it. Like that was a this amazing debut and we're all talking about her. And then Katie Arquette comes out shortly thereafter and does not, you know, like neither one of them won, but Katie Arquette did, does not get that story. Uh, no. and it, uh, which is, I don't know, I, I don't know if too bad is the word, but I did feel badly. <laughs> like, even though she I wasn't mean, there for, know, for that kind get... of thing to happen, but she also, you know, didn't have the opportunity to actually fight and get everyone watching. I mean, AQA was over 100% by the time that match was done. Everyone fucking yeah. loves her. You know what I mean? It was just a, it was just a different job. Like, uh, Katie is there to do something different. And I, I get that. But I still was yeah. like, oh, man. It, like, two, 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 new, two new women show up. And one of them is like, I am here to get shredded. Uh, well, there's two of you and only one Rose. So mm. what are you going to oh, do? Yeah. Get another rose, you know? <laughs> what? Never. Um, all right. So then, uh, not to keep everyone here all night, but we have the Texas death match to look forward to mm-hmm. here. Uh, we got Lance versus Hangman. Wait, are you going to skip over uh, the promo with uh, the Ass Boys and Jurassic Express? <gasps> Come oh on, now. Oh, my God. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Uh, well, I mean, to be honest, I am <laughs> all meh about it. It is, but it is very forgettable. Yeah, it's forgettable. Uh, I would love if there was a shirt called the Ass Boys. <laughs> but, you know, my favorite would be Shiny Bun Boys. But, sure. you know, AEW just doesn't have Shiny Bun Boys. And that's all right. Um, I do miss shiny bum boys but it's okay uh i'll just have to deal with ass boys and just enjoy it for the name of it and not necessarily for (laughs) what shiny bun boys really are that's fair that's very big of you (laughs) uh yeah so you guys felt the same way uh i uh um middled this just because it all seemed fine, but then um, Billy Gunn jumped in with the like, ah, let's go old school. I got two words for you. And even though it wasn't suck it, mm-hmm. the fact that you're, you know, making that 
22 year poll now i'm just like enough enough yeah move on i i if i knew i didn't know until just this moment that he was why so many dudes would do that little cross thing that little x thing on their crotch and say suck it i would have personally already gone to his doorstep and murdered him. Oh, that was no. the worst thing that could ever have happened to uh, uh, girls and women of a certain age at a certain period of time. It was the fucking worst. To be because fair. Because it was everywhere all the time and it was about everything. <laughs> yes. It wasn't just it. him. It was all of DX. So Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Road Dog and, you know, yep. whatever else. They were all involved. Fuck all of them. Murder and them you know all. what? Triple H looks like the kind of person that would do that. <laughs> Still to this day. Oh. Sorry, I said it. I can't take fair, it back. Fair enough. It's on tape. Oh, no. Yeah. But anyways. So, yeah. It, I mean, I don't, even, I don't know if it's a middle or a down. It's just not something I was into. So... I guess I'll down it. Yeah. All right. It was okay to me. I middled it. Where are you, Robert? Oh, I already middled it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Dexas. Oh, my God. Dexas. <laughs> Texas Deathmatch. Um, it started backstage because, Lance, you can't stop the murder hawk. Mm-mm. Uh, Man, this thing, I just, this smash gets so bloody and it's like, quickly. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it kind of seemed like uh, maybe they both uh, hit arteries when they, if they, when they were blading. It uh, was so bloody. It was like, it didn't look real. You know what I mean? Like the red was so red. I, I don't know what it was about it. Maybe just the fact that it was just really bloody and your brain kind of short circuits and it's like, no, this is fake. Um, Because you never really see stuff like that, but it was real bloody. Yeah. They're but fi- there was just- a lot a lot to it besides the blood, but yes. Yeah. I mean, there was yeah. lots. Yeah. So Dan Lambert unscrews one of the ropes uh, so that. Maybe there won't be a buckshot lariat. We'll find out. Uh, there's a standing moonsault by Hangman in the crowd onto Lance. That's kind of crazy because that's out in the crowd. Uh, shit, man. There's two tables. Floor mat gets pulled up. And, you know, when they're pulling up the floor, the floor mat, you could see all the blood drops that had gotten mm-hmm. all over the floor from these two. I mean, it's fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Hangman's eye looked so gross. I mean, I know he didn't cut his eye, but it looked like it. And at this point, at this stage in the game, I kind of wish AEW would just have a towel once in a while just so we could <laughs> stop some of that up. Uh, but anyways. Um, I, I, I think they could have like a, uh, a periodic like uh, moist towelette break. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but you only get one. You get one moist towelette. Yeah, and, and it's one of those a, crappy ones from steak restaurants. Not a good one. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's a bad one. 
from Texas. <laughs> uh, Archer breaks a kendo stick in half, which is pretty impressive. I mean, I don't know. I imagine yeah. it's hard to yeah. break. Yeah. Uh, Lance uses the fork thing and then licks it. It's disgusting. <laughs> just the oh, thought. Just the thought of it is gross. It's like when. <laughs> You know, Mox bites someone or when people lick other people's blood. Ugh, ugh fucking gross. Ugh, ugh. It, it, the only thing that would make it worse, and, and that is really affecting when you do well, like a fork thing like that. But if I knew for a fact it was a dirty fork, like, <laughs> if yeah. you were like, like it, had, and, it had gone through the dishwashing machine, but it, it had didn't get stuck on it. If they were like, yeah, like uh, we're, we're being told Lance. Just used that fork to eat a cob salad. <laughs> or he goes into the crowd and he pulls it out of somebody's like, I don't know, chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a totally normal thing to sell at a at a stadium. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know. Uh okay, there was a chair with barbed wire. I laugh because mm. It's like it it's like it travels that way. <laughs> it's <there's> always <laughs> I don't know. We got all these chairs under the mat. We don't really check them. We don't. We just move everything from city to city. Must have been down there for twenty years. We don't know. We haven't seen this before. <laughs> Holy shit! This is a throwback. Well, Lance found it. Oh man! Then there was stairs. There were two minutes left, and it really looks hopeless for Hangman. But he put barbed wire on his arm, and so he started getting the upper hand, and then. Somebody dropped something. I don't remember what, but the ref bent over in the ring to pick something <laughs> up and hangman was able to flip over him to do the buckshot lariat, which now calls into question. What the fuck is the buckshot lariat? <laughs> because if it doesn't require the momentum of the rope suspension and all that then i i just don't understand so well, um <laughs> teresa uh that was when jesus was uh was uh helping him out <laughs> that's right i forgot <laughs> when you don't see uh the suspension in the rope it was just jesus suspending you all this time <laughs> uh and then so archer you know got there the were there when when there was only one set of footprints in the blood <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so with the when Lance, or sorry, yeah, when Lance got the buckshot delivered to him, uh, he went into the tables that had been set up outside out of the ring, and so then the hangman, the hangman, uh, wins by count out, and while Adam Page is sort of trying to celebrate, Adam Cole walks out. And he grabs the belt. He hands it to Hangman. And he's basically telling him, I'm coming for this, dude. Enjoy your time in the sun. So that's another storyline. I gave he's the not going to, to enjoy, He's not going Sorry. to enjoy his time in the sun with uh with the sun uh baking uh that dried blood all over him. Yeah, that won't feel good. It'll be itchy. Oh, man. You're telling me. His eyelashes will be all funky. Oh, and it, it, like, imagine how irritated his eyes going to be. I think Robert's voice actually died. <laughs> oh, is he oh, gone? There you Did are. he lose him? 
I am dead. Still there. Yes. There you are. R.I.P. Gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> I just needed to save up to say that uh, uh, this was a delightful death match, yes, which is not a was. thing I say very often, possibly never. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there was a lot of inventiveness in it, and it was super enjoyable. I thought Lance it, was it, great. I thought Hangman was great. I think it really showed off these guys in the best light. It um, really feels like uh, like we're seeing uh, like a lot of momentum at last for Lance specifically because uh, like Hangman had kind of been there with people for a long time, uh, but Lance mm-hmm. like tried one thing, he tried another, and it seems it sure seems like this time is the charm. I really hope open. so, because like you know, I want I want good things for Lance Archer. I do. Yeah. So what's the number? I am tallying it up as we speak. We have a 79% show. That's outrageous. How did that happen? Horrendously low. But, uh, well, there was some stuff. And, of course, we are factoring in the uh, Sammy card thing now. So we are. You know, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, kind of what I was saying earlier, like, it doesn't matter how uh, bad the rest of the show is that uh, Keith Lee uh, debut, like is going to make this a good show period. I would say it's a must watch. Yeah. I mean, I, look I, at the I, matches. Yeah. We had Keith Lee. We had AQA and Jade. We had FDR punk and Moxley. We had the death match. We had this, you know, new fun thing with Serena Deeb. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I think once again, if we were like waiting this minute by minute, you would see that like more like more minutes were up than were anything else. I'm guessing our thumbs skewed everything because there were more promos that were not as great. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say screw the numbers. <laughs> he smuggled some downs. <laughs> I, I think he. Uh, I think he. Uh, he put some extras in. <laughs> Sneaky like that. Anyway. All right. Well, thanks very much for listening. We'll see thanks, you next everyone. week. Thanks, everyone. Robert's voice has to go to sleep now. <laughs> he may, aged a hundred years. Yeah, forever, forever sleep. Uh, he his voice will ascend to sit at the right hand of the father. Bye. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Did you wait? Is she borgling?